Hi, this is Ken here at Odd Camp 11, and I'm here with DJ from The H. I'm at Odd Camp, yes. <laughs> so, can you tell me what The H is? Uh, the H is basically it's a UK publication online. Uh, we specialise in open source and security. Um, doing it now for about three years, you know, and uh, well, look at you. We hope to get more people reading us because we actually focus on open source. Um, so, uh, so what sort of articles would I find on, if I go to, what's well, your website, www.h-online.com? Um, Primarily English articles, yeah. Always in English, <laughs> yeah. Um, we take uh, content from our parent company in Germany, who publish CTNIX magazine over there, and do an awful lot on open source and run various conferences over there for open source. But in the UK, for example, a typical day, well, let's look at a typical day, yeah, we've covered the latest in Chrome, um, we, problems with the, DH, uh, the standard DHCP server, where you can actually bring it to a grinding halt, uh, the latest version of K, My, My Money, uh, the fact that Ubuntu 11.10 is now definitely going to have Thunderbird on the desktop, um, some news that you don't normally hear, uh, that Univention have just pushed out their first uh, beta for their new uh, s server, Linux-based server, um, and we cover, as I said, security, so we, yeah, with things like the argument between Adobe and Google over how many bugs were in the last fl Flash update. All right, yes, so, yeah. stirring it up there. Um, we cover the enterprise stuff. We, one of the big things we carry is Kernel Log, which is written by Torsten Lehmhaus in Germany, which gives you all the information that you've come across in things like Kernel Newbies when a new release comes out, uh, but A, it comes out regularly, and B, we give you all the detail in a readable format for all the, the Linux releases. We have that on the day of release when there's a new kernel release. Oh, fantastic. Um, you have RSS feed, I guess. We have RSS feeds for the open side, the security side, and a combination of both. Uh, we also have Twitter feeds, so you can catch us on Twitter at, at HOnlineNews. And you'll actually get the latest news that way. Um, then we also have uh, at H, H Online, which is uh, where we pull up the really special stuff. Um, so yeah, we're easy to find. We also have online um, email newsletters if you haven't got time. Old, old school there. Old school, and yet somebody came up to me just now and said he really likes the newsletter because it lets him get through all the news in one go. Oh, so, fantastic! Yeah, actually. Um, um, what sort of licenses do, do you release your content under? Is it we, we, we retain licenses. We're not an open. We don't um, give away the content because we syndicate it and lots of it comes from uh, other sources. But we're happy for people to take uh, clips if they fair talk use. to us. Uh, yeah, fair use. Um, so yeah, because well, somebody's got to make some, got to make some money somewhere. Unfortunately, uh, we do come across people who do lift our content without asking. And yes, we, we, uh, we suffer from that here in HPR as well. We have to make unhappy faces at them. Um, you do have a small amount of advertising on the site. We have a bit of advertising on the site, but uh, one, of it's our not obnoxious. one of our design things is that we know people don't like advertising sitting in the middle of their content, and we try to make it so that everybody gets a fair shake and yeah, we're all about the content. We'd like people to get information without suddenly being just thrown by a flash advert sitting in the middle of a dog chasing balloons. Does with a, with a pop-up window to take a survey, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, actually, we're, we're very good on that. We're running a survey at the moment which does not pop up in any way. 
Yeah, and, and surprisingly, and I think it, it even surprised the people we're doing the survey with, more people answer it. And that's one thing we love, is that if we treat our readers right, they'll treat us right, because we like to give them information and not mess them around. And we hope people like that. Okay, fantastic. So what do you think of OddCamp? Is it serving your needs? OddCamp is a great little event. Um, yeah, we've covered it in the past, actually. Uh, and it's something that it's a proper community event um, uh, that kind of fills in you know, where Lug Radio Live was, um, which gives it sort of the, the chaotic feeling that, that you know, nobody's exactly sure what's going on, but it will well, it's happen. definitely going to be fun. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, uh, and this one's, you know, I've got to say, it's, 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 it fe- they've had a lovely venue for it in yeah. the south of England, which, which is a big plus, because us southerners, we get you feeling a bit left out with it happening in the north all the time. So, um, it's so far away. In the north is just... <laughs> It's another country. <laughs> but, yeah, actually something that we want to, yeah, if, if you're in the north and you're doing stuff with open source, do get in touch with us. Um, one of the things that I, I didn't mention is that we do actually run a little thing called the community calendar uh, regularly every month, which is the next month's events that we can find coming up. So Fantastic, actually. Do you cover just the UK or um, also We cover worldwide? UK and bits of Europe that people can get to. Um, because, yeah, there, there are bits of Europe that are remarkable, but where, where it's within range, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not a, yeah, we're, we're debating whether to actually put Prague in there, because we've got the, well, the Linux Conference Europe coming up in Prague, which is like, it's going to be a long train trip for a lot of people if they don't want to fly. Yeah, but if Squeezy and Jess are flying in close or yeah. something. But, um, you know, someone, if you actually pull up our calendar here, you'll see that we're covering details like uh, the Python conference, PyCon UK, because yeah. it is actually on <laughs> up in Coventry. And you're mentioning the BSD conference, which is running in the Netherlands. Which is cool, actually, because I didn't even know that was on. And I ah, lived there. So there you go. So it's educational already. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we also cover things like, you know, we've got a few bits going on in Manchester. And look, there's or camp in our calendar for this month. Fantastic. Yeah, the, the, we, you know, we like to cater for the more technically minded as well. So yeah, if you look here, we're, we're talking about a lot of technology oriented things, not just the, the you know, feel, uh, free software philosophy or anything. Um, and we, yeah, we will take a critical eye to things. Yeah, for example, yeah, one of our features running at the moment is a look at how the Linux desktop has failed, yeah, and what a community could do about it by working together, but on neutral territory. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's one of those... That has had a few comments, I imagine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> if, if, you know, if the Linux desktop had succeeded, then you'd walk into a business and you'd see Linux desktops everywhere, but you don't. Um, and... Part of it's down to the fact that everybody has relied on commercial companies to produce that Linux desktop to take out there yeah. and, and, and put in. And as soon as you start relying on a commercial company to put free software out there, you have a problem because you're relying on their commercial success. And as soon as a company gets commercially successful, they can turn into the bad guys or the perceived as the bad guys, for example, Ubuntu. It's yeah, I'd um, say that's, that is a fair comment. And that point you lose the community, as soon as they've lost the community, they end up 
in a situation where they can still do what they've done, but it doesn't have the impetus behind it. Okay. Um, and one thing that we, the article looks at is the idea of creating, either within something like the Linux Foundation or one of the many organizations, creating a foundation for desktop Linux, which creates a community-based desktop Linux, which people use as the reference. Yeah. GNOME yeah. was there, but GNOME, people have lost faith with GNOME. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if you build a consensus-based desktop, then maybe everybody can actually get Which behind it. Which is so wrong! What? I use KDE, so I don't want a unified desktop. And I would argue that Chrome and, uh, sorry, uh, Android is doing that in the... Because it doesn't give you a desktop. Chrome, yeah, but Chrome, 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 Chrome may do that. Chrome asks gives you a browser. And it's just a browser. You make a lot of points, sir. <laughs> and that and more interesting topics will oh. be available at www.h, the letter hotel online.com. Thank you very much for the interview. Really enjoy it. Okay, and uh, hope you have a lot of success and fun here. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binref.com. All Binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.